Welcome back to the program podcast. This is your boy, Ron Wells, coming to you live from the MyBillReview.com studios, MyBillReview.com. Um, it's here to help you save money on the things that you use daily. That's MyBillReview.com. Anything from telecommunications to home security to business to um, internet, all of those great things. Give them a call today. That is MyBillReview.com. They have solar energy nationwide. Give them a call, MyBillReview.com. That's MyBillReview.com. Um, they can help you out with your utilities, business utilities, business internet, home, um, security, business security, all those great things. MyBillReview.com or give their owner a call 561-281-6099. Again, it's 561-281-6099. They're the sponsor of the program podcast. It'd be a great um, idea for you to give them a call. Um, tell them your boy Ron sent you. That's MyBillReview.com, MyBillReview.com. Well, we're after week two of the NFL season and bubble boy basketball is still going on. Again, I won't get into MLB or hockey too much because nobody really cares, to be honest with you, at least in my audience. But just give you an update. Tampa Bay Lightning are ahead in um, hockey in the Stanley Cup Finals 2-1 inside the bubble. Um, It looks like they're going to probably close out that series. Their best player just came back, uh, Stamkos and... uh, he was there for inspiration, really didn't have much of an impact on the um, ice too much. But at the end of the day, the Lightning are just a better team. They won the Stanley Cup Finals um, twice in the past decade, and it looks like they're going to pull off another one. Um, outside of that, baseball um, is coming down to the end of the season. I think there's like four or five games left, and then October starts, and they start their um, their chase towards the wild card and so on and so forth towards the World Series title. Um, won't really get into that too much. Then you got Bubble Boy Basketball. Let's hop into that real quick. Um, everybody knows what my take is on Bubble Boy Basketball. It's not really the NBA f- playoffs and NBA Western Conference and Eastern Conference Finals like it really normally is. And and I'm going to give my reasons again. Um, there are no fans. There's no... Um, how should I put this? There is no distractions. And because there is no distractions, you don't know how they're actually going to react in a real setting. And all NBA champions before this NBA champion had to deal with those distractions. And people want to say, well, being in the bubble is a distraction for the older players or the being in the bubble is a task and a test in all on its own. You're at a five star resort with now the people who are in the Eastern Conference and Western Conference finals. Now they have their families there. And on top of that, too, um, you got some um, some other f- people in your you know your set still there. Now you may not be able to communicate with people, go out and go out to dinner to normal restaurants and stuff like that. But please give me a break. Um, you don't have to fly, so you don't have any jet lag. And the flight from Denver to LA takes you out of a time zone. So and then it takes you up in altitude. Then on top of that, too, inside shooting inside ballrooms where there's no depth perception issues to worry about, you have a higher shooting percentage. Then on top of that, too, imagine flying from Miami to Milwaukee in the previous series or flying um, now from Miami to Boston or wherever the case may be. Now, I am a Heat fan, Um, been a Heat fan since they drafted Dwayne Wade because he was from Illinois. Um, But the long and short of it, when you look at it, real talk, you got the Miami Heat, um, Tyler Hero shooting the ball, um, shooting the lights out of the building, calling himself a bucket. All this other great stuff. Kid got swagger, got bravado, but he comes up with 37, 5, and 4 coming off the bench. He has the best play, um, best game of any 20 year old outside of Magic Johnson 
in NBA history, and that was when Magic um, did 42 in the NBA Finals, the Game 6 to close out the series um, in his first NBA Finals, or sorry, his rookie year NBA Finals. Um, yeah, um, I'm not going to put that on that type of pedestal. He doesn't have to worry about his girlfriend getting into the bubble or getting into um, the game or all his other little um, chicks that he's been messing with. He don't have to. None of these players have to worry about their wives, their girlfriends and all the great stuff. They don't have to worry about getting ticket requests for other family members. They ain't got to worry about um, the crowds beating down on people you don't even know. All that other great stuff that make you um, a man. And just for some perspective. The reason why I say this is, is because think about what LeBron tells you every freaking playoffs. I'm shutting down my social media. I'm not really answering calls. If you want to deal with somebody, deal with my core four, Maverick Carter and all those other great guys um, to get your stuff done. That's what you're missing. If LeBron's going zero dark 30, you think he's not doing that for a reason. But you want to hop on Giannis um, for losing in the second round of the playoffs when LeBron did that same thing versus Boston. When he before the year before he came to Miami, he went back to back MVPs, went to the Eastern Conference Finals, lost to Orlando, went to the Eastern Conference Semifinals, lost to Boston, and he was bounced. So it was Giannis, but he did that in front of fans, and Giannis did that in a bubble. And then another little nice little important factor: young teams don't win NBA Finals, and if the Lakers lose to the Denver Nuggets in this bubble boy basketball setting then maybe some of you guys will start to listen to me even further. But I'm just going to give you a nice little damning stat. Currently right now in the Eastern Conference and Western Conference Finals, the average age of the teams listed right now are between, survey says, you got the Boston Celtics, who are the oldest, um, the youngest team in the bubble, currently left, at age 25.1 years of age. Then you got... The Denver Nuggets at 25.7 years of age. Then you got the Miami Heat at a ripe old, old, old age of 27.4. And then you got the L.A. Lakers, who are closer to the average age of most NBA champions, at a whopping 29 years of age. That's usually what an NBA champion is when they uh, win a title, or the team ages when they win a title. But just for more perspective, let me just give you this. I won't even go to last two years. I mean, last year in 2019 or 2018. I won't go to those years. I'll even go even further down. The Warriors were 28.3. The Cleveland Cavaliers were 29.1 in 2016. The Golden State Warriors again in 2015 were 26.9. The San Antonio Spurs were 28.4. The Miami Heat were 30.8. The Miami Heat were 28.6. The Dallas Mavericks were 30.2. The Los Angeles Lakers with Kobe was 27.6. Then 26.3. And then the San Antonio Spurs in 2007 when they beat Braun with 30.3 years of age. I just want you to understand what you're actually physically dealing with. With the average age of the last NBA, 10 NBA champions outside of the last two years was 28.7 years of age. The Golden State Warriors won in 2018 and they were 29.4. I just pulled that up. And then 2019, the Toronto Raptors were 28.4 years of age. Yeah. There's a little bit of an issue. <laughs> These teams are full year older by average age than Miami Heat currently are right now. And then a full three years younger than the youngest possible champ, who is the Boston Celtics at 25. The only one that mirrors what normally goes on in a normal NBA setting is the L.A. Lakers. And they're only up 2-1 in the series. And they got lucky that um, uh, Anthony Davis hit a game-winning three 
Otherwise, they'd be down 2-1 in this series. All I'm saying is, this is Bubble Boy Basketball. This is AU Ball. These these guys don't have to worry about um, having a crowd in their face, and they don't feel none of that pressure. And like y'all are saying, it's like you and the ball and no other distractions. Well, the distractions are what makes them real professionals. And yeah, they may be professionals playing against each other, but they also have those other outside factors that you have to subvert in order to show your true colors. I'm not saying that Tyler Hero ain't the truth. I'm hoping that he is, but I won't know that until next year when they have some fans in the stands. But for right now, I love the way the boy's playing. I love his bravado. He looks like Jerry West. He looks like um, Pistol P. He looks like Steve Nash. He looks like um, Larry Bird right now. Like He is out there with that same type of swagger. And I'm going to give him that. To be honest with you, he looks like Jerry West to me, though, seriously. If you haven't seen Jerry West play basketball, you'll understand why they call him um, Mr. Big Shot. Um, because Mr. Jerry West was some other shit. I mean, he's the only player to win a Finals MVP and be on the living um, on the losing team, and you'll see why. But I'm um, still go with my prediction: the Miami Heat beat a team from LA in the NBA Finals because that was the prediction that my boy gave me. He said he had a dream, and it was the Heat that was winning, and Jimmy Butler won the Finals MVP. So I'm still going with that. But Bubble Boy Basketball is just that: it's Bubble Boy Basketball. In nowhere in the history of the NBA do you have a younger champion that may come out of this outside of if the L.A. Lakers win it. Like, it literally is that. There won't be a younger champ. And that's why I don't really trust this. Now, moving on into the NFL right now. Um, the NFL, um, first two weeks of the season, I did remarkably well. Um, just to show you what I did um, and my pickums that I um, gave you guys last week. I went eleven and two, and I went not um, ten and three <laughs> um, in my picks last week when it came to against the spread. So on the season, I am currently seventeen nine and three against the spread. That's sixty three percent. And on pickums, I am twenty um, twenty and nine. So yeah, your, your boy your boy is doing his doggone thing right now. Um, when it comes to that, just to give you some perspective, good betters over a full season are fifty percent. And right now I'm sitting at 68% on pickums and 63% on picking against the spread. So I'm going to give you my picks for this coming week on the NFL. You got Miami versus Jacksonville. Jacksonville is 1-1 one one currently on the season. They beat Indy um, in Indy, and then they lost last week. I forget who they played. Um, but I'm going to pick Jacksonville tonight on Thursday night week, football on a short week. If Tua was playing, I would pick against Jacksonville, but two is not. So I'm picking Jacksonville because I think Jacksonville has the better quarterback with um, Gardner Minshew. He plays a little bit like Jake DeLone. He reminds me of that. He gets the job done. I'll give. I'll take Jacksonville and give the points um, on that particular game. Then you got Sunday um, NFL action. You got Tennessee versus Minnesota. I'm going to take Tennessee. I'm going to. Um, I'm going to take Tennessee for the win. I'm not giving the points. Um, so. If you really want to bet this game, I'll say Minnesota in the points. Even though Minnesota is playing like trash, I just don't think Tennessee is good enough to push them, push over the spread. Even though Ryan Tannehill had a four-touchdown game, he might come back down to Mars. He may not, but I just can't see myself giving the points. Even though I think that they're well coached, you know what? Forget it. Tennessee give the points, um, and that's that game right there. You got the Las Vegas Raiders playing away in New England. Again, there's no fans, but <sighs> um, 
five and a half points is a lot of points to give for a team that I think runs the ball a lot um, on both sides. I'm going to take Las Vegas and take the points, but I'll pick New England for the win on the pick'em side. So just to recap the first three games, I got Jacksonville and give the points. So that means Jacksonville on the pick'em. I got Minnesota, um, Tennessee and give the points. That means Tennessee on both sides and the pick'em. Um, um, on the, against the spread and the pick them. I got um, New England, but I'm giving the points to Las Vegas. So um, New England on the pick them, Las Vegas on the bet. Um, Chicago and Atlanta. This game's in Atlanta. Um, Chicago's currently 2-0. and I can't give two and a half points. So <laughs> um, um, Chicago's just, I don't know if they're a good team or not, but at the end of the day, I don't trust Mitchell Trubisky. So I'll take Atlanta and take the points. And I might even take Atlanta for the win. Even though I'm a Chicago Bears fan at heart, I just, I don't know. <laughs> then I got Philadelphia and Cincinnati. Philadelphia is plus eight, um, minus eight. That means they're giving eight points. Um, Philly's due for a win. Um, Cincy, all they have is Joe Burrow and their receivers. Their offensive line is not really that good. But Philly's offensive line is doing even bad, too. Um, whew. Let me come back to that game. I'm a, I don't know. I might stay away from that one. Um, you got San Francisco um, giving seven and a half to the Giants. Give the points. Take San Francisco. Um, looks like Jimmy G's going to play. Um, and Saquon Barkley's out. That means that they're sucking for something. I just don't know who they're sucking for at this point in time. You got Houston getting five points versus Pittsburgh. I'll take Houston in the points. I don't see Pittsburgh as being five points better than um, Houston, even though I think they have a better defensive, better front seven. On both sides of the ball, I think Deshaun Watson is just a better quarterback than Ben. And I think he can work with his weapons a little bit more. But um, I think Pittsburgh gets the win, but I'll take Houston in the points. So um, on the pick'em side, I'm picking Pittsburgh. But on um, the betting side, I'm picking Houston. Um, got Washington versus Cleveland, eight and a half. No way in God's green earth I'm giving Cleveland eight and a half points. Uh, I'm sorry, giving Washington eight and a half points when it's Cleveland on the side of the ball. So I'm taking Washington in the points. But I think... You know what? I'm taking Washington for the win on top of that, too. So on the pick and on the um, the spread, I'm going to take Washington. This is my upset of the week, it looks like. Um, I got the L.A. Rams versus the Buffalo Bills going across country. Um, and it's an early start. I'm just going to take Buffalo. I think Buffalo's a solid team. Give the points. Um, then you got um, the L.A. Chargers against the Carolina Panthers. LA, Carolina's coming across um, country. But six and a half points is a lot of points. And I don't know who the Chargers are starting at quarterback. I might stay away from that game because I don't know who's going to be the quarterback at this point in time. Indy's giving seven to the Jets. Take Indy in the points. Um, Arizona's giving three points to Detroit. Take Arizona in the points. I think that's a blowout. Um, Seattle versus Dallas, minus two and a half in Seattle. I'm taking Seattle on the points. Um, Denver versus Tampa, minus one and a half. Their quarterback's out. I'm taking Tampa in the points. Um, Green Bay, plus six and a half um, against New Orleans at home, but there's no fans. I'm taking Green Bay and the points. Um, And if Michael Thomas doesn't play, take Green Bay for the win as well. Um, I got Kansas City versus Baltimore on Monday Night Football. Um, Kansas City's getting two and a half points. I mean, two points. I think Baltimore is the best team in the league right now. 
I think Kansas City's struggling. I don't know if you can get on track against this Baltimore defense. So I'm taking Baltimore. Um, I'm not giving the points. Um, I'll take them head-to-head, though. I wouldn't even bet this game, to be honest with you, unless it was just to pick them. So I'm just taking Baltimore and the pick them. Let me go back to the games that I said I would stay away from. Chargers in Carolina. I'm going to take Carolina in the points, but I'll take the Chargers for the win. Um, who else was there? Philly and Cincinnati. Philly for the win, Cincinnati with the points. Um, and there you go. So let me go recap again. I'm taking Jacksonville on the pick'em and the um, and the um, spread side. I'm taking, sorry, I'm taking, let me just go pick'ems first. Jacksonville, Tennessee, New England, Atlanta, Philly, San Francisco, Pittsburgh, Washington, Buffalo, the Chargers, the Colts, the Cardinals, the Seahawks, the Bucks, and Green Bay, and Baltimore. Those are my picks um, on the pick'em side. Against the spread, I'm taking Kansas City, Green Bay, Tampa, Seattle, Arizona, Indy, Carolina, Buffalo, Washington, Houston, San Francisco, Cincy, Chicago, uh, Las Vegas, Tennessee, and Jacksonville. There you go, guys. So I gave you my bets um, against the spread as well as pick them. And um, I look forward to seeing how well I do. As far as um, college football is concerned, let's see what's going on there. See if I see anything that I um, really like at this point in time when it comes to college football and the, the betting odds are concerned. I'm not going to – let me see anything out there. Florida's giving 10 points versus Mississippi State. Um, I expect Florida to have a good season. That seems like a pretty safe bet to me. Florida minus 10 on the 12 o'clock game. That's a good one to take. Um, Georgia Tech is giving, getting three points versus Syracuse. I'd take that all day. I don't think Syracuse is a good team. Um, man, OU's giving 27 points. Uh, yeesh. I'm not even bothering something crazy like that. Um, That's too much of a close spread. See any games I like. Mississippi State's getting 19 and a half versus LSU. Uh, Yeah, I'm not even touching that. (laughs) Looking for some safe bets. Uh, yeah, I'm not touching the Bama game. Huh. 7.30 game, Tennessee versus South Carolina. I like Tennessee in that spot. 
I think they're going to have a decent season, especially the way they close out the year. They're getting two and a half points. I think they beat South Carolina outright, probably by a touchdown. I will probably go with Tennessee on that game, get the points, see how it goes. Um, Let's see. FSU and Miami. Take Miami in the points. I'm a Florida State fan. I would love to keep it at 10 (laughs) at this point in time. I don't see us even keeping it within 30, to be honest with you. I think it's a blowout. Um, Yeah, that's pretty much it. So take Miami. um, Take Miami, give the points on the Florida State game. Um, Tennessee, I think, beat South Carolina by a touchdown. Um, UF, give the points on the 10. Anyone else I saw that I like? Oh, Georgia Tech beats Syracuse outright, too. You can give that up. And that's pretty much it. I don't really want to bet anything else on college at this point in time, if I were you. Um, This is not really betting advice. This is what I would do if I were you. Um, If you want to bet, that's on your own accord. You're betting at your own risk. Um, If you know you have a gambling problem, man, call one of the hotlines and don't bet nothing. Um, But at the end of the day, that's what I like right now. Um, I thank you guys for listening. I'm going to give you my other title sponsor. That's Two Brothers Detailing Service. Two Brothers Detailing Service, they detail my cars. You can look at my show page. You can see my cars. You can see other cars that they've done. They do an excellent, excellent, excellent job. That's Two Brothers Detailing. Um, the owner operator is Baxter Grisby. You can give him a call at 561-572-5854. Again, it's 561-572-5854. That's Two Brothers Detailing Service. They'll come to you any day of the week here in sunny South Florida. Just give them a call, schedule your appointment. They'll be on time. That's Two Brothers Detailing Service, 561-572-5854. Thanks for listening to the program podcast. I really do appreciate you guys. Hopefully really, 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 really soon here, probably in the next week or so, we'll actually have a um, a live um, video podcast as opposed to the... Um, you know, normal audio podcast you used to sing from me and I'll have a um, a guest host. So give me a call. Um, just check us out. Keep us in your mind. Keep us listening um, listen to our show page. I appreciate all of you guys. I'll keep you updated on my picks tonight. I'm picking the Jacksonville Jaguars. Give the points to the Dolphins. The rest of those picks are up on um, up in the show. So go listen to it. Um, but all, all in all, guys, I thank you guys for listening once again. Um, This is your boy, Ron Wells. Thanks for listening to the program podcast. Talk to you later.